Podcast. My name is Jeff Dowdle, and I have been a licensed firearm dealer for the last 14 years. In this podcast, we talk about all things related to the Second Amendment, as well as my throwing something going on in everyday politics or something going on in my personal life. So, welcome, welcome, welcome. And today is Sunday, March 27th, and I am a little late getting this out. I beginning of the year, I made a commitment that I wouldn't put pressure on myself to get one out or put a timeline around it, but I am just so ADD sometimes and so OCD that despite what I say, I still put pressure on myself. You know, this week was a crazy week. We had um, internet problems. We had baseball. We had my great niece, three-year-old. She stayed with us on Friday and and yesterday. So, you know, that just uh, throws chaos into the mix. And, you know, she's great. It's been a while since, you know, we, we take care of her quite often, but it, it, it is, we don't, you know, it's been a while since we had a three-year-old in the house on a constant basis. But anyway, it is Sunday. Getting we're trying to get this wrapped up before the F1 race starts here in about an hour. I've become a big F1 fan for some reason. I watched the uh, Netflix Drive to Survive. If you haven't watched it, it's great. But be warned, it may make you an F1 fan and you may get addicted to it like I, I have. So just forewarned. But anyway, so the ATF is at it again on Thursday. They sent an open letter out to all the uh, FFLs, firearm dealers, regarding forced reset triggers. And so they have come down with a decision on this. And I'll just read, and in true ATF form and fashion, it is clear, unclear, vague, and my opinion, incorrect. They are redefining, again, what a machine gun is to fit what they want it to be. But here we go. This is the opening paragraph of the letter. The Bureau of Alcohol, Tobacco, Firearms, and Explosives recently examined devices commonly known as force reset triggers and has determined that some of them are firearms and machine guns as defined in the National Firearms Act and machine guns as defined in the Gun Control Act. So again, there, first off, it's some. And as we go through the letter, they, they don't define which ones they are. Again, they, they, they say these particular FRTs are being marketed as replacement triggers. Unlike traditional triggers and binary t- triggers, the subject FRTs do not require shooters to pull and then subsequently release the trigger to fire a second shot. Instead, these fire FRTs utilize the firing cycle to eliminate the need for the shooter to release the trigger before a second shot is fired. By contrast, some aftermarket triggers have similar components but also incorporate a disconnector or similar feature to ensure that the trigger must be released. So both the NFA and GFA regulate machine guns, and here's there here's I'm going to give you the definition of a machine gun. Any weapon which shoots, is designed to shoot, or can be readily restored to shoot automatically more than one shot without manual reloading by a single function of the trigger. And then they go on to say, and so here they're talking about a single function. But then now later on, they start defining it as a single trigger pull, which can be is two different things. And so when the, the, you look at the way a lot of these force reset triggers are, it is, again, the trigger is it is functioning as a, as a trigger. It is hitting the firing pin. It's forcing the, the hammer to f- hit the firing pin. It then resets, and the shooter can reset it, or it res- and then, then another pull is made. The difference between a force reset is it, trigger is it automatically resets that trigger for the shooter. And then once again, 
the once it's engaged, it can be released and and it can fire again. And so you know the ATF is manipulating their definition to f- because one and and it, it's they're the way they tried to interpret what the what Congress voted in versus what Congress put into code has always been it's two different things and. If they want to change it, they need to go back to Congress and have Congress rewrite the law to fit the definition that they've, they've put in place. They, they consistently, and this comes back to ghost guns as well, they're redefining what a ghost, what a firearm is for a ghost gun. That ruling is going to come out shortly. And, uh, you know, it's probably going to be something very similar. And they're going to not uh, identify anything specific. They're just going to say, they might, they might be some of these out here. So, so the ATF says in here, ATF's examination found that some FRT devices allow a trigger, a firearm to automatically expel more than one shot. Again, ATF has classified these devices as machine guns. And then they say any person who violates or fails to comply with the provision of the NFA may be fined up to, uh, $10,000 per violation and subject to imprisonment for a term up to 10, 10 years. So, Further pursuant, any machine gun possessed or transferred in violation of the NFA is subject to seizure and forfeiture. Any person who violates may be sent to prison for 10 years and fined up to 250000 So based on ATF's determination that the FRTs, uh, they're riding motorcycles next outside, based on ATF's determination that FRTs function that function as described above for machine guns under the NFA and GFA, ATF intends to take appropriate remedial action with respect to sellers and possessors of the devices. Boom, boom, boom. Coming for us. Current possessors of the devices are encouraged to contact the ATF for further guidance on how they may divest possession. If you are uncertain whether the devices you possess are the machine gun, well, one, you, when I did purchase it, it was legal, so now you have told me that it's not, but I don't really know, so I am pretty uncertain at this point. Please contact your local ATF office and then say, say, Mr. Federal Agent, I think I am a felon now. Come, what should I do? That is what they want. They haven't told you what they're looking for. They're going to decide, again, just like they have always do. They're going to look at it and decide, mm, yeah, this one may, this one may not. And you have no way of knowing. So do not, in my opinion, this is not a legal device, but I would not contact the ATF if you have a force reset trigger until you have talk, contacted an attorney. And then and make sure that attorney is a Second Amendment of firearms specialized attorney that understands the law as it pertains to this issue, because this is going to be a tricky issue. You're going to be dealing with the ATF and they're coming for you. They're, they're trying to make examples of everybody and they're, they are going to operate in their typical gray zone and they're going to do whatever they can to, uh, prosecute and, um, imprison people, in my opinion, and, and take away these. And they're coming for eight FFLs as well. We've talked about that. They're looking for ways to come get their, our licenses. You know, I may be putting my neck out there by doing these types of podcasts because, again, they're, they're looking for these rogue FFL dealers and I do everything legally. I follow the, every rule that they have, but I am certain that they would find some reason, um, to come after me. So remember, Epstein didn't hang himself. I'm just saying. So, again, 
ATF is out there. They're redefining the law without going through Congress. They're overstepping their powers. And this is just another example of why we've got to drain the swamp. We have got to get these people out of there. We have got to get back to defending our Constitution. I'm going to post a link to this letter in, in the show notes so you can go and get it. If you have anything like that, a device like this that you, you think it may be subject, contact an attorney. That's my advice to you. Contact your attorney. Happy, happy Sunday. Have a great Sunday. I will talk to you next week.